On today's episode of Rice, we'll be debating revenge versus forgiveness and reviewing Korean cult classic movie, Old Boy, while also tackling hot topics, um, including a Canadian's attempt to poison Donald Trump, uh, Breonna Taylor's grand jury decision, um, and a Chinese vaccine that might be ready for 2021. What up, what up, listeners, and welcome to Rice Asian Comedy Podcast, where we share the Asian perspective on culture, sports, and trending topics. I'm your host, Vong Show, official spokesperson for gay, super cute Asians. And on our panel today, we've got Veronica Antipolo. Hello, everybody. (laughs) And (laughs) Leonard Chan. Hello, everybody. Um, okay, so let's just jump right into it. Our main topic of the week is revenge versus forgiveness. And so um, first, let's go to Leonard. And um, the question is, uh, in in different times in your life when you've been wronged, was your first instinct to forgive or to seek revenge? I wouldn't say my first instinct would be to forgive, but nor would it be to seek revenge because I'm very lazy. So (laughs) (laughs) um, I would generally do nothing and stew and then I would come around to forgiveness in all likelihood (laughs) or probably nothing like it like like revenge seems like a lot of work, man. Like I see in those movies like. You know, yeah, you you take my daughter, sure, I'll come after you, unless I don't like her very much. But, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. It seems like uh, a lot of work. Um, And I'm more zen anyways. Like, I, and I also haven't been wronged that much in my life. Like, nothing to the point where I'm like, oh, I gotta go kill a motherfucker, you know? So, (laughs) uh, you know, like, I, I, yeah, like, the last time I can recall being wronged, like, I heard like so I, I somebody a friend of mine came and told me that like somebody was spreading rumors about me around the industry and I was like what and there and I was like well, that's weird and uh, and the only re- yeah wait, and well, they were well, like why well, well, you should know wait what rumors that we need to hear we need to hear the oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, they were just saying that like the only reason I'm successful in in this business is that I'm a people pleaser I'm like what yeah I please I please people <laughs> that's my job oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um what else did they say uh there's like one other thing that was like fairly innocuous and then the one last thing was that i'm a rape apologist and i was like i don't even know where that came from oh okay <laughs> yeah so that wow. was a confusing <laughs> wow yeah there uh, you go there you which, go which i like i came up with a really horrible joke which I mean, you know what i might not say because you know i, I, I escaped that <laughs> <laughs> I escaped the rumors. I was just like, ah. <laughs> just lean into it now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, so I wouldn't say I've forgiven this person. I just don't care about this person at all. Like, it's just, I don't have time, man. I don't have, like, when shit like this happens, it's like, all right. Like, I spent most of my 30s getting rid of people that, like, were drama and, like, took more energy from me than they gave me. So then when I find out shit like this, it's like, yeah. You are now in that category, and I now have no more time for you. So I, have, I don't have time to think about people like that. So mm. forgiveness, no, I'm not going to put in the work to do that. Uh, but I'm not going to put in the work for revenge either. So that's mm. kind of where I'm at. Neither, I think, is the answer. <laughs> None of the above. 
Well, you know, I'll I'll sort of answer this too. So for me, it's it's kind of interesting because I'm sort of similar to Leonard in a way, but mainly because I'm both extremes, which cancels out to make me neutral. So here's the here here's wow. here's how I'll say it. Like so um, I remember, like, I don't really believe in this whole idea. And I think it's a very Christian thing. So obviously, as a gay man, I'm going to, it makes me want to, like, throw up when they talk about forgiveness and all this shit anyway. But all it does <laughs> is it reminds me of, like, oh, my God, like, these Christians going on Oprah and being, like, the episode title will be, like, you murdered my five-year-old, but I forgive you. And then they, like, hug and all this shit. And I'm, like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. They're all like, they're all like, oh, now I'm at peace because I forgive people who've wronged me. And I'm like, F that shit. Like, I don't need to forgive somebody to move on with my life. Um, right. And also with the revenge thing, I, I also don't need bad things to happen to them either for me to move on because. It's sort of like, I, I even don't like when people like misapply karma, usually Westerners, by which I mean white people, they misapply the meaning of karma of like, what goes around comes around, which is like, two separate things. That's not what karma means. But for me, it's like, if the only way you can move past somebody doing you wrong is because you think the universe will get back at them. I like, I don't even need that kind of closure. Like, even if nothing else bad happens for the rest of your life, it doesn't really matter to me. The main thing for me is energy levels, sort of like similar to what Leonard is saying. So for me, I just don't have time for these bitches. But like, but thing is, I lean into my hatred. Like for me, the hatred <laughs> oh, doesn't. You're old grudges, man. I've seen it. Yeah, no, I've like, seen it. You're like, oh, no, like <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> well, you Reference know, last week. <laughs> oh well the thing is like when people are like oh i need to forgive or they're like oh if you hold on to the hate it poisons you i'm like no like hatred saves time like it really does if it frees my time to do other things because i can either work on forgiving people who've wronged me or like trying not to hate them or i could just cut those bitches out of my life and just never yeah. think about them again i'm like <laughs> I don't need, like, some Mia culpa, let's get together kind of thing. Like, if I hate a bitch, I hate a bitch. And not only that, I will let a bitch know that I hate them so that I don't have to deal with them. Like, <laughs> no, it, trust me, this is how it saves me time. So, for instance, in university, I had this rivalry with, like, this a gay guy. I'll name him Carlos. Carlos from University of Manitoba. I hope you oh. die, bitch. Okay, so, or ho hopefully you're already, he's a pharmacist. I'm sure he's probably tried to poison bitches. Hopefully he poisons themselves and dies. Um, so back to Carlos. He so he pulled some shady shit because we ran for um we ran for like president of like the gay club, which sounds like just way too much drama. And we literally tied by the vote tied. And then he was like the last president. Anyway, he was he just didn't want to get anything done. He's one of those people who like they want to hold on to power, but they don't want to do anything with the power. And I was just more like an upstart progressive, whatever. I wanted to change shit. Um so anyway, one day he runs into me at the mall um in Winnipeg. Um 
And he comes up to me like in front of the Club Monaco for some unknown reason. And he's like, oh, hey, Vong, how are you doing? Also and I was a gay club. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> yes, yes. It, I, I guess it makes sense. Gays would run into each other at Club Monaco because um, <laughs> back then Winnipeg didn't have a Banana Republic, so really there was just Club Monaco for us. Um, and so he comes up to me and he's like asking me how I'm doing, and I'm just staring at him. And like I'm there with my cousin, and I just stared, and I was like, I was like, Carlos, I hate you. And I was like, and I'm pretty sure you hate me too. And like, this is my free time. So I don't really feel like pretending like I don't hate you. So stop talking to me. <laughs> Just stop. Well, like This entire time, Carlos had a crush on you. You just wanted to get back to shopping. Because <laughs> I'm like, listen, I was like, listen, bitch, at university, I have to deal with you because I have to. But like outside of that, no, like, no. And I think it comes to from, you know, and Leonard will know this, too, because I may have mentioned this, but I'm from the ghetto. And we... <laughs> <laughs> it only comes up every once in a while. I'm like, you know, when you go up, when you grow up in the middle of like a three way gang war, it's just, you just it's good to not just hate, but to like, like, as you can see. It doesn't poison me. Like, I actually enjoy the hate. You can see my face. Like, <laughs> this is not poisoning oh, my soul. Stronger. I let it flow through. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's my thing. So, like, is it similar to Leonard? I don't want to give energy to it. But I also kind of lean into it. Um, but not in a way, like, I'm going to go, like, track a bitch down and get revenge. I'm just like, yeah. no, I hate you. And I'm going to let everybody know. Just so when you see me, like leave <laughs> like you know and if you don't leave then that's cool because i'll be comfortable if you're not not comfortable then that's on you but like don't put energy on me and i won't put energy on you and you know i've been told in the past that oh what if i'm missing out on like what if there's a bad first impression i was like you know what the chances yes i'm sure there's people who had bad first impressions that i maybe could have been friends with later but there's also an opportunity cost to work on people who give you a bad first impression or who have wronged you versus using that energy to enhance relationships that aren't destructive. Mm. Um, you know, and, you know, here I'll, I'll open up a little bit because I know like Jennifer is not on the show anymore. Um, <laughs> and she's the one who like really opens up about family stuff that gets her in trouble. So I'll open up. So part of the reason why I'm like this, to be honest, is because... <laughs> I grew up, I was very close to my brother, and he just did crazy shit. He's, like, physically abusive to us. He was just, like, ridiculous. And so much of my childhood life, I tried to forgive him. And every time, he would come back and do something worse. And that just, like, it taught me, F this shit. No, I'm not putting, like, any energy into, like, vindictive-ass bitches. And once you can cut somebody out of your life, like your own fucking brother, I will not go to his funeral. Like, die i don't care i know my parents will get mad at me but like no like if you physically abuse us and then like years later when recounting your attempted murder attempts like you laugh about it that's like you're a sociopath i don't need to forgive you i don't need to go on oprah i don't need none of this shit i just need you to like not be around so that's basically where the deep wounds come from and i learned from that like, I just tried so hard because it was family. But once you learn to cut out destructive elements in your life, even if it's family, 
then, you know, didn't forget like random comedian bitches. Like, I can cut those bitches out way easier. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, like, yeah, I mean, that's out. That was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gone. Die. Comment and like below. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I feel like hate does save time as long as you enjoy it as much as I do. <laughs> Here's the thing, like I don't I don't wish ill upon anybody <laughs> who has wronged me. I mean, I don't love it when good things happen to them, but like <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh, they're a bad person and a good thing happened to them, but whatever. Yeah, good like, things happen to bad people all the time. I mean, this is just the nature of life. Yeah. Yeah, and like listen, I know that I like say I don't wish anything upon them other than death, but like when I say death, it's just more it's an extra level of like going away. So yeah. either <laughs> going away. Just a permanent, a permanent like a video game. It's your last <laughs> man up. Like yeah. honestly, I don't care if you just die and go away or just move to Antarctica or just I don't yeah. care. I mean the end just of the go day, away. as long as you never have to see them or think of them again. That's perfect. Fine. Yeah. And if they're yeah. dead, yeah. yeah. You're not gonna have to see them again. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Veronica, let's see if you are um, any less um, psychopathic than I. <laughs> clearly, I have clearly the um, the uh, the sociopath that I'm accusing my brother of being is genetic. And I have some of that within me because clearly I have no empathy toward people I hate. So uh, <laughs> let's go um, next to Veronica. What are your <laughs> views on revenge versus forgiveness? It's perfect because I seem so nice now. <laughs> I, I'm lazy too, I guess, because I feel the same way. I actually will always start off with like revenge. I get re- very rage filled and ob- it's just like from childhood. I never, I was very shy, so I never spoke up. So if I felt like there was something wrong going on, I just wouldn't say anything. So I think as an adult, I'm just like, what? Fuck you. <laughs> so that's my first reaction. So what I'll try to do to counter that, because I obviously can't just randomly yell that all the time, is I'll start walking or I'll do something really aggressive. Like all of a sudden I think I'm a track runner. I'll try to run around a track. But then I get tired and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to forgive the situation because I'm out of breath. My BMI is not changing. It's not worth it. Again, it's not worth the energy. Um But also, I think in terms of revenge, Filipino culture is more about shaming people, like making them feel embarrassed and bad about themselves. I think I'm way better at that, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I I forgive. I mean, not really, but I'll save my words for you just to try and make you feel bad at the right moment. And that's my that's how I cope with things. (laughs) Yeah, so going into comedy is probably the perfect outlet. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at me, like making mocking someone. I'm like, yes, there you go, bitch. <laughs> okay, thank you for that, Veronica. And um, I just want to open up the floor if anybody has thoughts on whether you think that the views on revenge versus forgiveness are different between Eastern and Western culture. Well, I mean, it's it's different between Old Testament and New Testament. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <looking> at, <right? laughs> it's like, eye for an eye. And I was like, oh, turn the other cheek. It got real wishy-washy at the end there. Uh, 
<laughs> you know what? That was that was the reboot with the new character, right? So you know. Mm. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, a lot. I think it really depends. Like culturally, I would say like it, it almost stems more from religion. I feel, anyways, like any like sort of Christian. There's a lot of like Christian or Catholic Asians. Uh, oh. At least my like my mom's Roman Catholic, right? I mean, not oh. in China to kill them, but like yeah. in the Philippines. <laughs> all most of the oh, Philippines, right? My mother's lighting candles right now, I guarantee, as we speak. Yeah. So I feel like that is really, like, the predominant force that will determine whether or not, like, it's revenge or the other thing. But I don't know. Like, I feel like in my, like, when I was raised, it was really less like, oh, you should, you need to seek revenge. Like, my mom would never be like, you got to go kill that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 with the crazy eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh if you're on the podcast you have to watch the live stream for that <laughs> um so we we do have uh we have some comments here um first uh, uh let's say hi to uh fresh inverse smoke who uh remembers old boy we will be talking about old boy later that's a review of the week obviously it ties into our topic of, of revenge versus forgiveness. Oh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Leonardo. Um, hey, Leo. Um, great name. Yeah, he does. He <laughs> just says. He just says. Uh, he says uh, hello. Um, great human rights activist um, who is probably oh, quite. Uh, I don't know how he's taking my whole um, my whole rant about uh, people need to die. Um, that doesn't seem very human rightsy. But uh, uh, hope, hopefully, you're still my friend, Leo. After this, um, and then we we do have a comment. And, um, that they want us to talk about the five-person shooting in Oshawa about who, um, yeah, like, um, do you remember there was that guy who um, he went and murdered his uh, his sister's husband and most of her children except for one um, because he is left out of the will. Um, yes. Oh, he drove all the way from. Winnipeg or somewhere? I want to say or Saskatchewan. He drove no, some, no, it, from somewhere. It, it, it was definitely right? Winnipeg, which is why yeah. you, you can Ooh. kind of see the whole what I'm talking about about me being from the Winnipeg ghetto. Like that's just how we roll. Obviously, I'm not as crazy as that psycho bitch, but I don't know. Like <laughs> I mean, that is a lot of work. Like I mean, to go out of province is, for revenge. Like uh, I won't yeah. even leave my. I won't leave my couch. <laughs> and gas is not cheap gas is not cheap oh, no no I mean, it's cheaper now but like still yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know i think i don't know what that whole situation i guess you know as a gay man i can see how it'd feel like to be disowned basically from your family being cut out of the will that happens to like a lot of gay people um not saying this guy's gay he's just crazy um but i don't know like to be told that you don't matter that you don't really exist that you don't belong you know clearly that enraged him for revenge and maybe maybe he was watching old boy or some other crazy ass shit movies <laughs> and he just went on a rampage and then he killed himself that's like crazy i i will yeah. say i would never go on a rampage enough to like want to kill myself too because i'm just way too egotistical like i can hate <laughs> somebody but not i can't hate somebody as much as i love myself you know what i mean <laughs> like that's just not possible nice. <laughs> what do you does anybody here uh remember why he or uh like he was shunned from the family like i i just 
from what I vaguely recall, it was like he was really crazy. He did some really crazy shit. Like he did some stuff that like family was scared of him, and they're like, we don't want him anywhere near us. And then, oh, and so they basically disowned him, like not because he was gay or anything, just because he was a psychopath. Oh, you know, so um, proved good work disproving that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's getting this money. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I, yeah. I mean, if he was shunned for like legit reasons, obviously none of this is acceptable. Like that's even if he was gay and like he got shunned. Yeah, horrible. But maybe don't kill everybody and kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like any sympathy I might have for somebody goes out the window when they like kill children. Pretty much. Yeah. Any of them, no less. And they left like the mom behind, right? Like so she's well, yeah, one person mm-hmm. was left behind. Now I'm like, what the f- what the I, hell? That's all I can think of, man, is like the person left behind. Like I always oh. hear those yeah. stories. It's like an entire family killed, and then like one kid. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's oh, that kid's gonna be the superhero. Oh. <laughs> uh, like honestly, that is like some old boy level of revenge. Like it- killing the whole family except for one kid, only because he wasn't home, and then leaving her alive so that. Like the trauma, you know. Anyway, that's some villain type shit. I don't know what's going on in that family, but I don't know. Hopefully, I don't even know what to say for the mom and then the one remaining kid. That's just crazy ass shit. Um, which, yeah, yeah. I don't even think it was that much money. <laughs> like it was like um, a, so. It's like just a, like the principle of it that bothered him. I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a. Like maybe a hundred grand or something, like a couple hundred grand that he lost out on. I mean, like, I don't know. Now killing everybody for that. I don't know. Man. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I feel like with money it's a little bit different because you know, Leonard, you're you're a Toronto Asian, a Winnipeg Asian, and I don't think this guy was Asian. He was white, but like, even the idea of inheriting money, like I've never met somebody who inherited anything (laughs) never mind a hundred thousand so to somebody in winnipeg that's like like my dream in life i just i just let my privilege show (laughs) yeah i was like i don't like a hundred thousand is a lot to people from winnipeg y'all like my dream in winnipeg because this is before i moved to toronto and knew what rich people were like my dream in winnipeg was to at some point in my life make forty thousand a year that was like whoa you made it you made Ooh. you made and that dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, so it's so still a dream. Guarantee that you would match exactly your dream and nothing more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, if even. <laughs> if even, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, as a comedian, I'm like, oh, hundred grand. That's that's amazing. And it's not like I would say like if I lost out a hundred grand, which actually I have, uh, but that's a whole separate story. But anyway, it's like the whole point is of, like. It's not enough, at least for me, to go around killing children and, you know, that's... No. At least 150, I... then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's all about the energy. <laughs> okay, and uh, thank you, David, for uh, taking us on that um, uh, tangent about what happened in Oshawa. Um, yeah, <laughs> may, may that family rest in peace. <laughs> It's it's so bad. I, I I will say like sometimes I lack empathy, um, specifically around death because I worked writing the obituaries for like ten years. So sometimes if it seems like I'm a little bit callous, it's because I am because death just you get desensitized basically. Um, so yeah, um, I'm sure I'm like losing fans by the minute right now. Uh, <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, um, that wraps up our main topic of revenge versus forgiveness. And now let's go on to our hot topics of the week. And first, we will lead off with... Um, we'll lead off with Veronica, and her first hot topic is a Chinese-made vaccine for COVID-19 that may or may not be ready for the start of 2021. Take it away, Veronica. Yeah. How is there a vaccine already ready? And I and the thing is, like, when was when was a coronavirus identified? Was it November? So almost this time last year. So. I'm going to lean in. I have another conspiracy theory that I'm working on again. So this one has to do with the vaccine because it seems to be ready just after elections, U.S. elections. So right there, I'm like, what really happened? Uh, And the reason I keep going with conspiracy theory is because I hate this so much. And knowing that we're going to go into stage two again, I'm like, sure, there might be a virus out there. Um, but I also think that like, it's been politicized. It's, it's, I, I just, this feeling of, of anger is always there. And that vaccine that comes out in January, February, March, I, they're going to go through the U S FDA and it's going to be available to the U S. I don't know if it's going to be available to Canada. I think. I may just take it just because I just want to walk around like I'm invincible, <laughs> not wear a mask. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of like walking up the street to go get coffee. I forget my mask. I'm like, God damn it. I got to go home. And I can't even do that thing where I use my shirt because I'm wearing like a tube top. It's all about me, people. That's what I'm saying. It's all about me. I just want that vaccine to to come I want it to be tested on people that maybe I hate because, you know, we're talking about revenge and then maybe I'll take it. <laughs> hey, it's it's China. They're probably testing it on the Uyghurs right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like not to me. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that that's a little bit flippant to say, but I'm actually serious. It's like how in the U.S. there's yeah. been proven that like the government had tested things in the 60s on black people because they thought they're expendable. Yeah. Like if I'm China and I want to get out this vaccine and I like hate human life, I'm obviously going to test it on these Uyghurs, which, you know, that whole genocide thing going on. Um, which I am not pro genocide, despite liking Mulan. Just putting that out there again, putting that out there again, people. And even um, though genocide is probably environmentally friendly, whoa. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like it makes sense to me that China would be the first one with a vaccine because they've got the resources and they. <laughs> Like and they hacked all the other countries to steal all their data. <laughs> that too. Yeah. They did that. They hundred yeah. percent did that. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did that. They've they've got the money. They've got the resources. They want to be like the hero of the story. Um, I, I I can see it, and also because it first came to light in China, obviously they have a lot of like test cases. They have probably a lot of dead tissue sample to test. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, and plus it's like coronavirus is not like there've been other coronaviruses and I'm sure like they have been like and there's a lot of coronaviruses come out in China like SARS and MERS and whatever because of all the weird shit that he so like 
they like they've been studying this stuff for a while, so I'm sure they had already been looking into it. And then exactly. all these other countries were looking into it. And they, you know, they actually got all the information and like, whatever, man. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it's it might be a knockoff vaccine for all we know. It's like vaccine with <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> well, you know what it's called? It's called Coronavac. <laughs> so really? it sounds like a yeah, Coronavac. Well, new from Dyson. So I mean, it's uh, yeah, exactly. I I mean, I I might just take a Dyson if that's the case. Coronavac. Yeah. Okay. Thank Which, you. Oh, sorry. Um, was there anything else on this topic? I was just curious if the vaccine came out. Would you? Would you take it? I would not be in the first round. I would listen. I'm that's not. Right. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Do not put that out there on me, internet trolls who've been really trolling me lately. But um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But I also don't need to be in round one either. Which I yeah, feel like round one should go to like the sick, sick and elderly, maybe. Um, <laughs> like the people most <laughs> at risk. I don't know. Yeah, but wouldn't that be worse if the vaccine doesn't work? Like, wouldn't you be like? Because, like, a vaccine is essentially just an attenuated virus. So if it doesn't work and it gives them the virus, they die. That's so true. maybe give it yeah. to healthy people who can survive it <laughs> so that that doesn't happen. <laughs> and not me, because every time I take the flu vaccine, I get the goddamn flu. So Me uh, too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So I'm going to wait. But that is a huge issue. Like, one of the big problems, like Fauci and the others, I uh, forget what the, uh, Burks. Like they're saying, yeah, like even if we have a vaccine, we might not be able to convince enough Americans to actually take it because like mm-hmm. like 30% of Americans are anti-vax. So it's just like, well, oh my God. you need like at least 70% of Americans to ha- be vaccinated to at least approach herd immunity. So it's like they might not get there. Yeah. Even if there is a vaccine. So I don't know, man. Just give them a Dyson then. Uh, yeah. how, how about you, Veronica? Would you take it? And secondly, would you would you allow your kid to take it? Oh, God. I don't even, honestly, I don't even let her get the flu shot now. Sorry. But um, no, what? I wouldn't go the first. Yeah, because I always get sick with the flu shot, too. My son has gotten sick with the flu shot. So I've never gotten her the flu shot. As, uh, she's fine. She's strong as a horse. But if I were going to take the, the, the coronavirus vaccine, I would first round. I'm not taking the first round. Not the not the elderly, not the healthy, just all those people that I didn't take revenge on that I tried to shame and it didn't work. You're up first. Right. But you've given your you've given all your kids all the other vaccines, right? Because I remember like my my wife and I, like yes. she like she did a degree in holistic nutrition. She was all like, Yeah, I don't know if like vaccines like she got kind of anti vax for a little bit, like I don't know oh. what was going on in her head. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Oh, she's a little bit like not into vaccines. I was like, Okay, so we don't have kids. Oh anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I kind of feel like with these responses, I'm going to have to switch my position and say I will take the vaccine now just as a semi-public figure. I will take it in round one because I feel like if if none of the three of us say we're taking it in round one, we're going to get trolled saying we're anti-vaxxers. So no, no. I, will, I will take it. We got you, Vaughn. I was going to take it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> They had to work so fast to get that vaccine up. I'm like, oh, you know what? Sometimes when you rush your work, like we all know. So I don't want to be that first person. Make the mistake yeah. on someone else. You don't want I got to things rush to a do. vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll d- just playing devil's advocate. I do think by the time it reaches the public, it'll have gone through lots of public trials. So I really shouldn't be worried about round I, one. I don't know, so. 
because like Trump is really pushing it. Like he's kind of like saying, oh, no, the FDA doesn't have to do this. The CDC doesn't have to do that because mm -hmm. like he thinks it's going to help him politically. So to the point where like a bunch of pharmaceutical companies had to get together and sign a pledge being like, we will not release this unless it's safe. Like, yeah. don't, don't like, don't listen to the president, basically. <laughs> yeah, Never. Listen. I, I guess yeah. I, I've, I've got more. I think maybe, yeah, for the Americans, really think twice. But I think I, I trust in Canada. I know our prime minister yeah. gets into a lot of, like, drama for no reason. But um, it's not even real drama, but OK. But, you know, but I, I, I don't think he's going to try and push a vaccine on us. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think if it gets released in Canada, yeah. it'll be it'll be safe. Me, yeah, I'm I think happy so to too. Take it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm, I still won't do it first round. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Veronica, anti vax Veronica. Um, let's move on to. Uh, no, no, obviously, <laughs> I will say Veronica's not anti vax. She already said she gave her kids vaccinations. Don't troll her either, people. That's um, right. Yes. Yeah, but the good thing is I don't think Veronica's on um, Twitter yet because I I don't think I have your Twitter handled, um, and most of the trolls are from Twitter. So I think Veronica's safe for now. Do not join I, Twitter, Veronica. Now I'm on there. <laughs> oh, but, are you? you know. um, yeah, I'm just quiet. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, okay, on to our next topic. This one comes from Leonard. And I'm, I'm getting somewhere. So this is about the Quebec woman mailing poison to Trump. But I'm getting distracted now because this is the first week I'm adding like graphics of like the actual topic. And I've got like this a mugshot of this woman on the live stream. And it is not a pretty mugshot. So uh, I'm a little bit distracted by it. But um, Leonard, tell us what is going on. Is Canada trying to assassinate the American president? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sent uh, she sent him like an envelope full of poison, um, <laughs> and then she tried to go into America with a gun. Which oh is my god! So stupid because you could just go to America without the gun and then just immediately get a gun. Yeah, <laughs> you probably like Walmart. go to America and then get a gun at the duty free store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it's you know it's uh, I mean I'm sure there are assassination attempts all the time on presidents. We just don't hear about them, but like. Uh, the fact that it was a Canadian from Quebec, uh, it's, like, just amusing to me, you know? Mm. I, don't, I mean, I don't want, like, this to be considered an act of war or anything. It's just, like, but just know that we're not soft. <laughs> 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 well, especially when you see the picture of that person. Oh, that she ain't soft Definitely, yeah, not <laughs> soft. <laughs> like, the only softness she might know is the softer side of Sears. I, but that... <laughs> Um, well, yeah, well, it's very amusing. Like, I don't really have any like any real opinions on it, other than like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, fuck you yeah. and your aluminum tariffs. <laughs> we kill you. We kill you. <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's kind of funny because like I don't know. It's like is this the equivalent to somebody trying to assassinate Hitler at this point? I don't really know. I don't really know. This guy is responsible for like two hundred thousand deaths, and he's in charge of a system of of policing that is you know literally hunting down like black people and shooting them in the streets so 
Yeah. I don't really I don't yeah. really know. Like, is this like the that baby Hitler conundrum? Although he's not a baby and you could probably just kill him by sending him more McDonald's. Um, I mean, he is a baby, <laughs> but <laughs> um, and also that system that was killing black people systematically has been around for a long time. This is not for Trump. <laughs> he inherited it. Yeah. He's not doing uh, he's, he's not doing much to make it, it better. How- but nobody really has. Have there been any have there been any like conservative leaning presidents that were assassinated or is it all like the progressive presidents? I mean, technically, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Republicans back then were basically switched platforms like sometime in like I forget when, like the 40s or 50s or something. Um, Who else has been assassinated? (laughs) JFK. I should know this. I feel like they're yeah. all the progressive, the progressive thinking ones were all yeah, assassinated. I was is, just right? today to someone. I said, what the hell is Trump made of? First of all, he's an unhealthy color of tangerine. Is I don't even, is he real? Is he, is like a puppet? I don't understand. Why is he alive? How old is this guy? Just go already. He's <laughs> in it. the 70s. I don't want him to die. No, I no, I, 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 I want him to, to go in jail. I want yeah, him to be in prison. To ah, yeah. I want him to lose everything. I want him to, like, realize Torture. that he's done wrong, and I want him to be exposed. I want him to realize that everybody now knows that he's a dick, and that everybody now knows that he's a fraud, and everybody knows that he's he hasn't done any of the things he's claimed to do, and, like, and he's, yeah, that he's a con man. Like, he, I want everybody... To believe that, and then for everybody to hate him, and I think that would crush him more than anything else. Do you mm. think so? He's a narcissist. All he wants is adoration and to be popular and to be loved because yeah, his dad yeah. didn't love him. That's it. So if he, and, like, and he's done so much damage. I think that was like be the worst punishment. If like all of a sudden it's like everybody hate, like everybody in the world hates you. Like everybody, everybody. <laughs> I feel like we'd have to put him in solitary because I feel like whatever um, institution you put him in of imprisonment, there's going to be people in there that follow him, and that will still feel feel um, oh. fill up his narcissism. So just put him alone somewhere. Oh. I give him that first round. As a matter of oh. fact, <laughs> no. For me, there's only one place for him: the place for traitors, Guantanamo Bay. Send him you. to Guantanamo, yeah. goddamn Bay. Yeah. And I bet you'd be like, "Fuck! I wish the Republicans let Obama shut that shit down." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, like, listen, I, you know, part of me does want him to, like, be incarcerated instead of die. But I also do worry that he's just going to get to choose his prison like that full housewoman who got to choose her, like, friggin', oh. I don't know, her country club prison. And then um, and then LeBron James came out and was like, black people don't get to choose their comfy ass prison. They just go to jail. This is ridiculous. Yep. Um, but uh on on that topic of um, exposing Trump and um, you know seeing what he's made of, um, there is a breaking article on the New York Times right now. I just read it. It's about um, Trump's taxes, and there there's just so many details. Honestly, it's such a long article. I need like one of those like TLDR. <laughs> Um, um, <laughs> articles to just sort of sum it up. But from the main things I got, um, you know, Trump paid $750 in taxes in his election year um, and his first year of presidency and no income tax in 10 of the previous 15 years. Um, he is currently 
in an audit with the IRS, which I'm actually surprised he wasn't lying about this because I just assume everything he says he's lying. So he actually is being audited because he claimed a $72.9 million tax refund, which they're which they no longer believe him. And if he loses that battle, he might owe over $100 million. And um, he also owes over $300 million in loans, personal loans, um, that, you know, as opposed to like corporate loans or whatever. These are personal due loans mm. that are due in the next four years. And the really interesting thing here with his taxes and the fact that he paid $750 is um, – that's a very similar number to Richard Nixon in 1970, who paid $792.81 in taxes. And when that was revealed, that is what set the precedent up until now, all the way until like Donald Trump, where presidents had to declare their taxes um, publicly. Yeah. And so it's funny that it's, it's like <laughs> within a few dollars of what set the precedent because, yeah. 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 But that seven hundred and change that Nixon paid was on two hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars in income versus what I mean, which is still bad. But like Trump's is on like I think what he claims is like half a billion dollars in income or some shit. So it's like mm-hmm. yeah. yep. it doesn't paint a good picture, this these tax no. returns. It's like no. either he's a shit businessman who just keeps losing money and therefore writes off all these losses, or he doesn't pay his taxes like through some sort of fraud. So yeah. either way, not great. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't, nothing matters. His supporters are his supporters. They're never going to... They, literally nothing will change. Nothing will change their minds. Like, they're going exactly. down with shit. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like, for us, we were like, yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, we... You know, like, most of his supporters are like, this is unsourced. And they did, like, the New York Times is, a, you know, fake news. And they didn't release the, you know, any of the details, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you think the New York Times just made this shit up? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well... There's nowhere else to go with this conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's just so logical that he li- he lies. And I, it just, it always baffles me that there's so many supporters who are like, oh, no, we believe everything he says. I'm like, how, what, what rose-colored glasses are you wearing? They're not even rose. They're just fogged up and you can't see because it's just so apparent. I'm like, if he were a child in kindergarten, I would be like, go to the corner, face it. Don't come out of that corner until, I don't know. Well, yeah, what I don't yeah. understand is like all these, his support, a lot of supporters are always like, well, I don't believe anything from the news because they don't have a source and I need the source and blah, blah. And when there is a source, they attack the source. That's a whole different thing. And yet when Trump is like, people say blah, 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 blah. And they just says some bullshit. They're like, yeah, people yeah. is a source. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, this is this is why I never argue with crazy people cuz oh, I've heard like, or whatever. Yeah, like the yeah. like yeah. I mean, what I mean is like the actual details never matter. Like no. no, they don't. Arguing points because people just they already have a perspective and anything they say is just to back up their perspective. It's never yeah. like mm-hmm. genuine actual like I won't actually talk to somebody unless I think that they're actually open to having their positions change. This is funny because, like, you know, like on this show, I do take very strong positions. That That is part of, like, a debate show. But even in real life, I do take very strong positions, which is helpful being a comedian to not, you know, be neutral on things. But, you know, there's times in my life where my mind has been totally changed 
And yeah. if I feel like that's not possible with um, with somebody, I won't even talk to them. Like, there's there's no point. Like, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Energy wasted. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Which is why the whole, you know, you're dead to me. Just go die. Um, part of the revenge <laughs> thing comes back in. Yep. Um, so moving on to our next hot topic, we go back to Veronica, who um, needs to talk about the uh, Toronto District School Board <laughs> and their crazy health passport system. What is happening, girl? Yeah, I hate, you know what? I also hate talking about COVID all the time, but I can't get it off my mind. It's like that bad boyfriend for me, but I can't stop thinking about him. It's like literally all I think about, I hate talking about. So there's this passport. I, you probably won't be able to see it, actually. And you have to bring this every day. I explained this last week. You have to sign it every day. And there's like a list of symptoms. If your child has any of this, these symptoms, they have to stay home for at least 24 hours and they may be requested to go get a COVID test. One of the symptoms says not feeling well. I know someone whose daughter got sent home because she had a stomach ache. <clears throat> and they had to go get a COVID test. I'm like, a stomach ache? If this were the case, why are we bothering to even open the school? Just keep them home because allergy season right now, a stomach ache. They're not sleeping because I know I've been letting my daughter sleep until like sleep at 1 a.m. in the morning. So she's not even sleeping well right now. She's going to get sent home for being tired. This is ridiculous. I mean, honestly, we've got two more weeks to go before they say stage two, go home, don't come out again. So, I mean, this is all for nothing. Maybe this complaining, but this is it, it's just this is this is useless. Like stop giving us the stuff to fill out. I forget it half the time. Loss of taste or smell, runny nose, red eyes, diarrhea. I mean, this is too much. This is everything. If you're ever feeling just, if you're hungover, you could get sent home. Mm-mm-mm. Not that she would be hungover, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel like there's more to this, to this story we're uncovering. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not giving your child her shots. But you're going to give her shots. (laughs) (laughs) Time for some Benadryl. (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't do that often. (laughs) By the way, they should should put vaccine in bottle service and that'll really get some of the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a booth. Yeah. (laughs) Just just, there's like a a little syringe in a glory hole. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It, it's it's interesting, Veronica, with with um with what's happening around COVID and Toronto area schools or Ontario based schools. Um, like you know, I I obviously I don't have a kid. I'm gay. Um, and I don't have a kid to send to school. But there there was this whole weird thing happening in the York region, um, district school board or, or whatever it's called, where. They were so dumb that they um they were so dumb that they were arranging their kids' classrooms by alphabetical order. And like York region is heavily Asian, so there's a full class where everybody in the class's name is Wong. Like what like how could you not like what are what are these people getting paid? 
What are these people going to be? <laughs> so now there's um, parents and school people saying this is like the new racial segregation, <laughs> which, okay, sure, by accident. Um, I just, I just don't understand. How can you not see that going alphabetically? It's, it's not hard, it- people. A randomizer, there's free Google randomizers, put the name in and it spits out, you know, 20 names at a time. I don't know. Huh. It's, it's, it's not, it is not that, um, it is not that hard. And um, uh, Cynic from Periscope. That's just lazy. Oh. <laughs> um, Cynic from Periscope says, damn, that sounds like my dinner. I'm not sure what that's referring to. Um, I guess maybe the the upset stomach. Uh-huh. Did you eat something? Oh, oh yeah. See, don't go, don't go to work then. Don't go to work. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Go get tested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, David from Facebook is saying that we should pump Valium into um, Veronica's kid's room. Good Lord. What is <laughs> happening? What is How happening right now? I don't do that. <laughs> We went, wow, we went to, you know, we went from truck to gas chambers real quick. <laughs> I, I really don't do that. She sleeps quite well. <laughs> um, but the York thing, that just sounds like administrative laziness because that, so they just took a list and just chopped it into even sections. Is that what you're saying? So everything's alphabetical? Yeah. And one, oh one class God. is all Wongs because... They're just all Wong. Like, I don't... Anyway, people... <laughs> They're need... all Wong. all <laughs> 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 Wong! Listen, I get people are stretched. They're... But don't, don't take shortcuts with Veronica's kids. <laughs> I don't know. No, I was going to say no. with our children, but I, I don't have children. But, um, yeah, children deserve better, even if I don't care about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so our last hot topic, which I'm going to say, you know what, we have so many comments this week, which is crazy, because last week, I created a whole comment widget so that it would pop up on the screen so that people could see comments from anywhere. So like, if you're on Facebook, you'll see the comments from YouTube and Periscope. So like, everybody can talk to each other on the screen. And last week was our first week ever that we had zero comments and I was so excited for this functionality and now that I've turned off the comments we've got like a ton of them but anyway keep doing comments I will read the comments out on air and then next week I will put the comments back on the screen at which point nobody's probably going to comment but anyway whatever (laughs) um totally random um but uh our final topic is the Breonna Taylor grand jury verdict <clears throat> this whole shit is so ridiculous. So um, there were yeah. three cops who uh, barged in and just started shooting like it was a fucking virtual reality Wild Wild West video game or some shit. And then they're killing bitches, um, you know, in their sleep, uh, six shots. I think they fired over 20 rounds. Um, and now one of the police officers, so two of, two of the police officers got off scot-free, no charges whatsoever. One of them, mm-hmm. Brett Hankison, has been charged on three counts of first-degree wanton endangerment for firing into the neighbor's apartment. Not for firing into Brianna or at her boyfriend, but into the neighbor's apartment. 
It's just ridiculous. Um, though the one part of the good news is uh, Breonna Taylor's family did win a twelve million dollars settlement, which is actually a lot less than it seems. Because in the U.S., you always take half of that away. Um, just like when people win the lottery, they only get half of it. Whereas Canada, they get everything tax free. Anyway, long story short, the government's coming for half that money, so twelve million isn't even as much as it sounds. But just the whole thing of like. You value a random neighbors who aren't even home over somebody who actually got shot and killed. I know I'm like just distilling it, but the whole thing just makes me angry. And I feel like sometimes like this is to me another example of the exact details don't matter because like all the little things like, okay, so the boyfriend shot because, you know, the these cops may or may not have knocked first and announced themselves. But hello, they had a no-knock warrant. Then they're going to tell me that they actually did knock. Give me a break, bitches. Like, I ain't stupid. Um, so anyway, the thing is, black woman dies, no justice, and you don't need the details to know that's what's going to happen. And what happened was... You know, this was a while ago. This was in 2017 where, you know, some things had already happened like Eric Garner and, you know, um, um, the uh, Philando uh, Castile, Castile um, had happened already. And um, and uh, in, in, in Minneapolis or in the Twin Cities, I, I was watching with my white boyfriend who is – as woke as they come, I suppose. He's in politics, so he 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 is a very caring person. But at the end of the day, he he still is white. So he wasn't feeling it the way I was feeling it because the George Floyd thing hadn't happened yet. It was still, you know, more with people of color and also people who grew up in the ghetto probably feel it a little bit more at that point. And so what happened was we were watching the news, and in 2017 this white yoga teacher unarmed got shot by police and I went ballistic and he didn't know what was going on. And I was like, Oh shit. People going down. I was like, Uh I was like, this ain't a black person. You shot a white yoga teacher with blonde hair and blue eyes. I was like, bitches going down. And I'm just screaming this shit. He's like, what is going on? Y'all gone crazy because maybe I hadn't expressed how upset I was with all the other killings that had happened. So I was just letting it all out. And I was just like, oh, shit, they killed the wrong bitch this time. They're going down. They're going down. Mm-hmm. And then guess what happened? This is the stark difference when a white woman dies versus a black woman. Within one week, police chief Fired or resigned, forced to resign. Police chief gone, gone. No investigation yet. Bitch is gone. And then the mayor, the mayor is gone. Now it was like an election year. So it was like a couple months later. She didn't get reelected. It was like two months later. So random white woman dies. I don't even know if she's a U.S. citizen. I think she's from Australia. I don't know how long she'd been staying in the U.S. She wasn't originally from here. This made international news in Australia. And like, a white woman who wasn't even born in the U.S. gets killed. Friggin' the mayor goes down. The police chief goes down. Black woman gets killed. You know, oh, let's charge him with, like, shooting the wall. Like, give me a break, bitches. <clears throat> give me yeah. a break. And that's why the details didn't matter. I didn't need the details on Breonna Taylor. I didn't even need the details on this white woman. Literally, all I saw was police shoot white woman. 
I was like, it's over. It is over. Yeah. The whole the whole system is about to fall down for these bitches. And like that's that's all I don't know. That's that's all I gotta say. The details don't matter when people are like, oh, but did you know her boyfriend shot first? It doesn't fucking matter. I didn't need to know the details because you put it in the same situation. You put a white woman in Brianna Taylor's mm-hmm. bed. I swear to God, probably the governor loses his fucking job at this point. Yep. But, black but not if that white woman is dating a black man who shot at the cops, right? Because. Right. Like, I yeah. don't think, if it was two white guys, if it was two white people, maybe. But in this particular instance, like, I mean, based on the legal facts of the case, this is the problem, right? It's like what the public wanted in terms of justice was deeply divorced from what the legal system was capable of mm-hmm. uh, and based on the evidence that was available. And now that's a problem because like, obviously the body cams were either off, not mm-hmm. worn or buried somewhere. So it's like, that can't happen. Like this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like the cops mm-hmm. have to have body cams on at all times because shit like this keeps happening. And when there's no evidence, you can't do anything. It's just like the cops word against everybody else's. And then you see what happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, and, and, and without like being, be able to prove without a reasonable doubt, like you can't do anything. Like if they had charged these cops with manslaughter or murder, they're getting off, hundred percent. And that's and then like already like the grand jury results resulted in two cops getting shot. If like they try to charge them with manslaughter or murder, no, and for sure they're getting off. Like no question based on the evidence that was available. Fucking Louisville's burning down. All right. Yeah. yeah. Like it already is. Like it's, they're already fucked. Like the problem is like. It's not a it's not a a justice system. It's a legal system. Like what mm-hmm. they were able to do is very and like like because negligence isn't a criminal offense in Kentucky, right? So I assume that that's what the lawsuit, the, the civil lawsuit, like where uh, the city of Louisville paid them twelve million dollars. I assume yeah. that was negligence. And by the way, I don't think settlements are taxed if it has to do with negligence or personal injury. I think if oh. it's like to replace lost income, then it is taxed. But I think if it's something else, I think in this instance, it wouldn't be taxed. Not that an extra $6 million is going to bring back the fucking daughter, but like, anyways, yeah, it is bullshit. Like, there is a completely, there are two completely different justice systems in place, and that's fucking nonsense. Yeah. Let's be honest, too. Like, I feel like, as sad, I feel like every person of color knew what was going to happen, but obviously, everyone had just a tiny sliver. It's like one last chance, one last chance. Like maybe there's a tiny bit of hope because no. even knowing that there was not going to be no justice, still I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Like, what is what is happening? Yeah. And yeah, you know what? <laughs> and you know, I I, I I totally I totally get what you're saying, Leonard. And I I I do I do disagree a little bit in that like. I get, like, by the letter of the law and the rules and the legal system that this is as much as they could do. But I still think that the rules get applied differently. Just like in Minneapolis with with the yoga teacher, like, it didn't even matter what the law was. Like, it was, it didn't even, there wasn't even an investigation yet. There was just. No, I agree. There was just, I, like. I, I completely agree with you They as just well. had to the resign. Law, yeah. Yeah. Everything has to change. I think, like. Yeah, I think exactly what you said is that it's just black people are seen as worth less. Yeah. 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 It's fucked. Yeah, but and I think I think people are I think white people are lucky 
uh, black people are only looking for equality and not revenge to bring it back. To well, <laughs> I mean, it's just a matter of time because it's just oh, this keeps it's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I think, again, I forget who the person who tweeted this was, but they, they basically said, like, yeah, black people absolutely have the right to burn down a country that they built for mm -hmm. free. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know this whole Breonna Taylor thing. The the one thing I mean is that there are no bright sides for like the family and that. But the one bright side that I really took to heart with Breonna Taylor was I really liked that this case got so much attention in spite of there being no video because I I just feel like people are so emotional and triggered by video, but you know. Just once again, I'll say growing up in the ghetto, so much shit happens without video that if video is the only way to invoke outrage, then we're already doomed, you know? Uh -huh. So I really, really liked that the NBA players and other people just really pushed at this Breonna Taylor situation without the need for video because, like, you know, this whole idea of, like, taking cops at their word of like, oh, resisting arrest or, oh, you know, this was happening. Oh, he shot first, all this shit. Like, no, let's, let's no more taking cops at their word. This is ridiculous. And I, I do like that there didn't need to be video for her to, um, to get the attention that she well deserves. Yeah. And we don't need to see, I mean, I'm not discounting any of the videos that are out there, but those the the videos are so traumatic and just seeing them so many times it's just by the time you get to yet another case of this it's it's exhausting it's so exhausting mentally it, and then it it and then it invokes some kind of like trauma porn where it, you become addicted to it like there's just yeah it's exhausting oh you know sort there's of... nothing to say about that yeah, no, I was going to say, just, just, just wrapping up um, on, on this topic, just one final thought off of what you're saying, Veronica, uh, about this murder porn is I actually gone to like this huge online thing with a few people because after the George Floyd thing happened, there was this trend of people for a few, um, like for a few days where they were like posting pictures of black people moments before they got hung. Like it was like, and then it was just like to quote unquote bring awareness. And it was like trending for like two whole days. And I was just like telling bitches, I was like, please stop posting this shit. Like, I don't need to see people moments before their death. Like, I don't know what type of awareness you're trying to bring. And it was funny because, you know, I, I see on this podcast, I'm getting like, you know, um, heads nodding in agreement, but that was not the case. A lot of people were really against me. They're like, no, we need to show the full force of the atrocities. And I was like, well, but you're re-traumatizing the people who yeah. have like, you know, because for some people seeing this in their feed is like, oh, wow, that's terrible that it happens. And for me, I'm like, I've seen bitches shot in the head in front of me. Like, I don't need to see this over and over again. And I do think it's like, Anyway, it was definitely a, a bit of a a battle there. Yeah. But you know what it's like? It's it's like um like Emmett Till, right? Yeah. Like when Emmett Till's mother was like, We're gonna have an open casket so these motherfuckers can see mm. what these white people did to my boy. And then that sparked a civil like the civil rights movement. I mean amongst yes. others. But like that was a big part of it. So I feel like 
if that, if those images can help, do, can help in that way, I don't see that as a problem uh, to post them. Except that they didn't uh, have social media uh, back then. So now it's I mean, just I agree. constant. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. Just no, if it just if it just shows up in your feed, that kind of is brutal. Like yeah. it's like when people post like animal cruelty shit in my feed, I'm like, I didn't need to see that, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of funny because like you know, I usually take a very strong stand on most things, but this one, I do see both sides. I do see that you know the shock of seeing it helps people into action, but I also do see the like re-traumatizing like groups of people who've lived through this as well. So I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tough one, but yeah, that one definitely got conversation going on my wall with people screaming at each other for a few days. Um, but yeah. Okay. So that's uh that's the end of our hot topics. Um, now let's go to our associated movie. So of course our topic this week was revenge versus forgiveness. And so we chose a movie that's associated with that, which is of course the, um, yeah, the, uh, the oh sorry, uh, Susie Park is correcting us saying it's uh, Emmett Till. I think isn't that what Leonard said? Yeah, I said that Emmett Till. Yeah, Emmett what Till. Did what did I say? I thought I said Emmett Till. Yeah, yeah, yeah Emmett Till. Oh, but anyway, thanks for thanks for uh, for for spelling that out. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's important for people actually know the name. Yeah, so I thank you. So, um, so with, um, so with, uh, so with our movie of the week, we try and relate it to the topic. The topic was revenge. So, of course, we had to go with the South Korean cult classic, all about revenge. Um, old boy, um, directed by uh, Park Chan Wook. Story, if I have uh, badly mispronounced that, um, but uh, you pronounced it about as well as I pronounced Emmett Till. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was released in two thousand three. It's based on Old Boy the manga by uh, Geron uh, by uh, Su- Suchia. Um, it's it's actually part of director Park Chan Wook's. Vengeance trilogy. It's the second of three movies that are related. I mean, it's kind of interesting because only this, only the second part was based on the manga, whereas the other two parts were original works that he wrote himself. So it's it's an interesting trilogy. I don't really quite understand um, how it all fits together. Um, starring uh, Choi Min Sik, Yu Ji Tai, Kang Hee Jung, and the main characters are uh, Od. Oh, Dai Soon, Mr. Park, Mido, Lee Woo Jin, No Hu Wan, Mr. Han, Lee Su Ah, and Park Chol Wung. Okay, thank you. I actually got through that. And uh, also, we will be talking a little bit about the 2013 remake by Spike Lee, starring Josh Brolin, Elizabeth Olsen, and Samuel L. Jackson, only because the 2003 version was not available it's not available on itunes or anything amazingly it's won all these awards it's not available so um until veronica rescued me with a link um i actually um i actually was watching the american version sadly (laughs) enough um but uh anyway outside of that ridiculously long intro that was egregiously done just to get ranked properly on Google and YouTube um by stuffing in keywords <laughs> let's go to the actual movie review itself and let's get Leonard's thoughts on Old Boy 
Yeah, man. I uh, I only recently watched it. Um, I remember like when my friends watched it, like when it first came out, like way back when. They were all raving about it, and so and I just never had the time. And then I was, just, but I remember them like being, "Oh, this movie's awesome! This movie's awesome!" And then I watched it. and I was like, "It's okay. <laughs> like it's not. I didn't love it or anything. Uh, you know, it, it was you know it was well shot. Like oh, the fight scene is amazing. The hallway fight scene, mm. killer." Uh, really, that was really well done, and I think they did sort of like they redid that a bit in Daredevil. Uh, oh so, yeah, 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 that was great. In yeah, Daredevil yeah. Too. So that was oh. very cool, and I liked it because it was like, you know, like it was gritty, and like he got hurt, man. Like it was, it was real, you know. Like mm-hmm. I like, I like fight scenes where the hero just gets fucked up because it's like, yeah, because you're gonna, like, you're fighting up. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna take damage. Yeah, I'm gonna take damage. Uh, but yeah, like the movie itself, like I think. I think the problem is, is like it's been so, like because all my friends had seen it, and then I had been hearing about it so much that I knew what the twist was gonna be. Mm. Mm. So by the time like it happened, I was like, yeah, like uh, you know, I think I don't know. So I don't know what the movie would have been like had I not known, and I feel like the movie would have been better had I not known. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's I mean it's a good movie, um, but and it's it's well done. Uh, and it's well shot, but like, mm. it's I. That's that's I give it an I. <laughs> <laughs> an I. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll I'll jump in here. I I also unfortunately knew the twist because it appears in every list of the best movie twists um, of the two thousands. And I watch a lot of YouTube videos and read articles about movies. So this twist was really well known. I think I saw it in an article talking about Parasite and then it was talking about what other movies to watch. And it was like the best Asian twist and whatever. Anyway, so it was ruined for me a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know how I would have felt if I didn't know the twist going in. Um, I actually thought from all the trailers and stuff, it's going to be more horror, but it is definitely more revenge action thriller um, with psychological elements. Um, so actually, that's part of the reason why I sort of stayed awake. So I didn't really feel like some weird horror mood. I usually do love horror movies, but sometimes I don't totally feel like horror. And um, with the state of the world (laughs) it is right now, um, I just didn't really have a chance to see this movie. But I was in a psychological thriller. It was interesting. The characters, you know, I like the portrayal. I think it's definitely worth watching. Try and stay away from the spoilers because I do think it builds up to it. Um, I, I do... You know, well, number one, I will say it is way, way, way better than the Spike Lee remake. I'm sorry, Spike. Always, yeah. Child, why do they just added in this whole backstory of like child abuse and brought in like the parents and it was like, what? No, 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 no. This this was like one of those keep it simple, stupid kind of things where like. What, what I liked was they really got into the premise really quick. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a drunk bitch. I'm a captured <laughs> bitch. I'm a released bitch. I'm out for revenge. And then you get going. The other one's like, oh, let's give me some exposition. Let's talk about, oh, let's really dig into their uh, elementary school labs a little bit more. What about that parent that we didn't really need to know about? It was just like... 
No, 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 no. The only good thing was, you know, okay, lots of naked Josh Brolin, sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, they definitely made him look prettier. Not, not, I don't get into this whole white people are prettier thing. I'm not saying that. I think the Korean guy is really hot too, but they really made the Korean guy look kind of busted. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they, they weren't trying to pretty him up. Whereas Josh Brolin even locked up, they were, they were still giving him like the hotness lighting. Okay. Um, to accentuate his abs, um, which they did not give the poor Korean guy. Oh my God. They like, if you, if you look at him in real life, he's actually kind of cute, but they made him up to look not cute at all in this movie. He just looks so sad and desperate. Um, I don't know. I think I, there were some parts I didn't totally buy. Like I didn't buy the first meeting between him and his captor. Like I just didn't buy it, you know, and which is kind of tough because at that point that was his main goal was to find this guy. And it just didn't, I don't know. Like they were just trying to make the guy seem like, Oh, I'm so in control. But like, Actually, it doesn't really seem like you are. And the character choices kind of wavered a little bit at that point. But, you know, once you forgive that, I did like the answer to the story. And I'm not going to give it away. But the one thing I love... Oh, you know, here's the biggest difference between the American and the Korean. Which I feel like the American totally lost this. Because I felt like the most powerful line in the Korean movie was when his captor said, you were never going to find the answer because you were asking the wrong question. Mm. You know, he's like, you're asking why did I imprison you? You should have been asking this whole time, why did I let you out? And to me, that was the crux of the... Like, to me, that was like the line that summed up the movie and it's the most powerful moment for me. And in... In in the in the American version, literally, as soon as he gets out of the suitcase and the guy calls him, he's like, "Yo, just so you know, you shouldn't just think about why I imprisoned you, but also think about why am I letting you out right now." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute! No, the whole point was he was so blinded by revenge that he couldn't even think about the real question. That was that was the beauty of the piece. That was the he beauty of it." They hammered in there. He was like, literally, just so you know, you should ask why I let you out. Like, what? No, no, no. Spike and Lee. Do the what? Right thing. <laughs> I actually think that that uh, saying reminded me of a fortune cookie. Same. There was another thing in there, something about a grain of sand and a stone falling. I was like, oh, I did I just open a fortune cookie during this movie? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Veronica, what are your, what are your thoughts on Old Boy? So I actually thought I had seen it, but maybe not. I, it's possible I didn't. I just forgot. So I didn't know the twist because I purposely did not want to know. I did see it coming though, and I saw it coming because this is a little bit of a spoiler. Because I saw how much younger the female lead was, and I thought. Ew, what's going on and so I knew right away I was like I, I already know and I didn't I didn't buy the whole how they fell for each other 
thing. Yeah. I will say, though, I do like Korean movies when they do thrillers or action. I just feel like they just do it better. I like watching um, the way they shoot things, like the style of shooting for Korean movies. I always enjoy that. So even if the plot is, you know, not that great, I will still continue to watch the movie. Um the other thing, too, is I just felt like I was annoyed by, <laughs> I was like, just tell me already what actually happened. There, There's this, just such this long draw until you find out. And the whole time, and then when we got there, I was like, so I did figure it out. Like, why? <laughs> just get me there sooner. Um, the, the, the whole thing with the torture, too, it's... I'm always conflicted when I see torture like that because I kind of think it's cool. It's like watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm like, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, like, is that really necessary? I don't, I don't know if I want to see. It. I'll give it better than an eight, though. I'll give it a, yeah, all right, <laughs> go. I, I, I'd watch it. The American one? No, I, I have no interest in watching it. Every time any movie is is made in North America when they redo these foreign movies, it's always the biggest disappointment. They they always think that the viewers are so much stupider than well, maybe they are actually. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. uh, maybe they are. Yeah, <laughs> I I retract that. Then carry on, American. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I did see the plot twist coming. Even I, there was no spoiler for me. I didn't know it was coming. I just recognized it right away. Maybe it's because I'm a woman and I was like, why is she going after someone that looks like her granddaddy? Like, I don't know. So <laughs> Honestly, when, when I saw that, I, I probably would have just been like, oh, it's a 2003 movie. It's before Me Too. <laughs> I was like, isn't that every, like, big budget movie ever with, like, a 30-year age gap? Yeah, yeah. Like, when are we going to see something in the reverse? And not how Stella got her groove back, because we know what happened to that story eventually. Like, I just want to see the opposite, for God's sake, now. Actually, put me in that role. I'll gladly hook up with someone 20 years ago. Wasn't there one with, like, Jennifer Lopez with a 20-year-old guy? Oh right! Yeah, her, no, her entire all her concert tours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Yeah, but, you know, hopefully it'll happen someday that uh, the roles get reversed. But uh, I don't know. It, it feels like Black Lives Matter at this point. We just want <laughs> equality. Um, never mind reversing yeah. it. Let's just get people within like twenty years of each other. <laughs> I don't know. Um, is that too much <laughs> to ask? Um, Apparently so. Um, okay, uh, just uh, any last thoughts about this movie before we wrap up? Uh, nah, I, I feel like it is what it was, <laughs> and it's done. And yeah, I it was good for the two hours. And eh. okay, great. Yeah. Um, thank you for that review, uh, 
um, uh, Veronica and uh, Leonard. Um, and thank you listeners for tuning in. Um, I, I guess, you know what? It just sort of came to me that maybe we didn't get any commenters last week because we moved to Sunday. Um, so people didn't know when, when we were on. So maybe I was yelling at y'all for no reason. Um, it was our fault for moving. So thank you for finding us on our new night now. Um, uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, come back to us on Sunday. I will have the chat box on next time. Hopefully we get just as many comments. Um, and then your comments will be immortalized um, for forever. Um, and uh, thank you to our, uh, to our podcast listeners. This will be Monday when, you are, um, when you're listening to this. And we will be back next week. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.